I'm so excited for us to be parents. I think more than anything, uh, you know, there were years, there were some years that I was like, I don't know if I want to be a mom. And then there were other years where I was like, oh, I want nothing more than to be a mom. Um, but I think like what really solidified it beyond like having kids with you is like, I think the world would be missing out if you weren't a dad. We'll see. Oh boy. <laughs> a lot of bad influences in Los Angeles. Yeah, our kid could be a TikTok star at like two. Yeah, we don't know. That's right. Gotta watch out for that. True nightmare. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really exciting watching us be parents. I'm also a very emotional person and I feel like in all things that like I do, I feel like you ground me. So I feel like I, I know that I will get through the emotional lows of being a parent, of being a new mom, because I have you. From BC Clark, the people who have witnessed more than a century of love stories, comes You Too, a podcast series that captures inspiring stories of couples from the moment their journey went from you to two. In this episode, we meet Kevin and Lauren Costello. From their roots in Oklahoma to their Hollywood happy ending, it's a romance that couldn't be sweeter even if Kevin, a professional screenwriter, had scripted it himself. Listen to this Pray for Rain winning couple story and how each twist and turn along the way has prepared them for their next adventure. Parenthood. My name is Lauren Costello. Um, I live in Los Angeles. I am 36 years old. I went to undergraduate and graduate school. Uh, I went to law school at the University of Oklahoma, born and raised in Oklahoma City. Um, and I currently am a manager for Lululemon and I am on maternity leave right now because we are expecting our first child in October. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, my, my name is Kevin Costello. I grew up in Edmond, uh, graduated from the University of Oklahoma, and uh, moved to LA, uh, where I've been living since about 2007. And uh, I am a professional screenwriter and television writer. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that about covers it, I think the bullet points anyways. I think the thing I like the most about you, and it's something that I still say is like, you know, I obviously think you're very handsome and <laughs> very smart, but you make me laugh. And that is, I think the most important thing for me in our marriage is the fact that you make me laugh. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think the thing when we first met that I liked about you the most was you were also funny, but you had a very big personality. And uh, I remember when we were working together at Gaijin that you would uh, storm in late, like every single shift that you worked, but all kind of flustered with like... <laughs> grievances about why you were late and uh it was always very funny to me because no one you never got in trouble for it everyone just kind of accepted it and uh it was like a funny extension of your personality um but then i got to know you better and you were very uh uh sweet and cool so that's what i liked about you timing has never been my strong suit i'm late pretty much everywhere i go 
it's very rude and I recognize that, but it is something I cannot change. So, but thank you. I knew of Kevin, we were part of like a larger nebulous like friend group of people all throughout college. Um, like I said, my lifelong best friend is married to one of Kevin's best friends. Um, but I think we really got to know each other um, the summer after we graduated from OU. We both worked at a sushi bar in Norman. And it was really fun because like a lot of our friends worked there. Yes. And yeah. uh, so that's like where I really got to know Kevin was that summer. And I remember his younger brother, Chris, my brother-in-law, um, worked for another restaurant that the owners of Gaijin owned. And I was like, oh my gosh, you have a brother? And he was like, I have five brothers and sisters. And I was like, what? Because I only have one. Um, but yeah, I was really amazed. And then like, you know, years later, I got to meet all of his siblings, which was really cool because now they're all my siblings and it makes holidays really fun. Yeah, I knew you before um, just like through friends and stuff. And I was kind of intimidated by you because you definitely had like a big personality and like strong opinions and stuff, which I, I really liked, but it was like kind of scary um, trying to talk to you. So I feel like we didn't really get to know each other too much until um, we started working together. Um, when And I was still scared of you then, definitely. But, uh, and to this day, a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I, then I remember just because like everyone was friends and we would all hang out together after shifts and stuff. And um, uh, yeah, that, 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 that was a fun time for sure. But we weren't dating back then; we were just friends. Yeah, I think it's so funny that you say you were scared of me because I think you were like your personality and your intelligence, like your humor, is really intimidating to me. Um, I think I do have a big personality. I'm very much an extrovert, but Kevin like comes in with one-liners and you know can really draw a crowd and that just that took me a long time in our relationship when we first started dating and in our marriage to understand that being an introvert meant he needed some alone time to recharge his battery and I am not like that at all I need to be around people and so I would be like are you mad at me are you mad at me and he'd be like no I just need some alone time like I you know I just need a break from everything and so I think it's funny that you think that I have a big personality because I find I found your personality to be kind of intimidating as well mm, good <laughs> good <laughs> after we worked together um, as friends uh, I my plan had I'd been for a little while to just pack up everything and move out to Los Angeles so this was kind of right after I graduated I hung around in the summer to sort of wait tables and hang out with Lauren and then try to you know save a little money and then I went to Los Angeles and so I, I was out there um, you know, trying to survive for a few years before um, Lauren and I started talking again. Um, so I, I was out there uh, by myself and uh, one of my good friends, uh, Ross uh, Hazelwood, he 
started talking to one of Lauren's really good friends, uh, best friend, uh, Aaron uh, Hazel, it, it, now Hazelwood. They're married now, and they were just sort of starting to get to know each other. And then I think that we kind of reconnected through through hanging out with them together. And uh, Lauren was in, uh, you, you were in law school at the time, and I, I was, you know, trying to get my career going in L.A. I wasn't really... Uh, a screenwriter yet. I was working as like an assistant and, um, you know, doing development stuff, but mostly getting coffee and kind of uh, commuting an hour and a half to Santa Monica every day and, and uh, losing my mind. So uh, I, I, but I, you, you know, when, when I met Lauren, I, I was definitely, I, I feel like when we met, I was kind of talking a big game about how I was trying to send my script to agents and like I was going to get a career going. Um, and uh, it was all just sort of smoke and mirrors because nothing was real, but uh, <laughs> I was pretty confident. So I, I feel like, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't, it, it, it didn't seem like it was feasible that you would just like pick up and move to LA all of a sudden, but it did end up happening like kind of quickly that, that you came out there. Uh, my best friend Aaron had texted me and was like, you haven't done anything in two Thanksgivings. Will you just come out? Uh, we're going to go do karaoke. And Kevin Costello is in town. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I was like, I haven't seen Kevin in, you know, two and a half, three years since he had moved to LA. I was like, that sounds like fun. And then we like reconnected um, over Thanksgiving weekend. And then about a month later, just kind of officially started dating. And I came out to visit him for the first time in January um, of 2011, probably. And I loved it out here. I loved California. I loved that in January, it was 70 degrees and sunny and, and plus Malibu. It's a big selling point. <laughs> and so I just decided after that trip, I was like, you know what, like, it's probably time to broaden my horizons. And like, what better fact to do that than I really like, love this man. And so Kevin flew in for my graduation in May. And like three days later, we packed up my car and we drove to California. And I've been here ever since. those early because you I had roommates like I, I I was living in Laurel Canyon at the time in a house that was like kind of up in the hills an older house but it had uh, three bedrooms and two balconies and it like looked out on the canyon we were like super lucky to like live in this little cool bungalow place um, and then uh, my roommates at the time Travis and John I was like this girl's coming out, like, I'm in love with her. I'm probably, you know, this is this She's is moving real. in with us. She's moving in with us. <laughs> <laughs> they were supportive. I mean, it was, it was a fun time. Like, no one was like, we were pretty young, you know, we were in our 20s and just uh, John and I were trying to be screenwriters, but mostly like playing video games all day. And uh, you were studying for the bar, uh, the California bar at the time. So it was like, uh, it, it was a weird, <laughs> um, it was not ideal circumstances, um, but uh, it, was a, it was a fun time because it just seemed like 
uh, it was a kind of crazy thing to be happening, but uh, we, you know, we were both sort of, uh, we were kind of like, this is kind of a risk, but we're gonna, we're gonna go for it because uh, we just both felt so strongly about it. And uh, yeah, it was super fun back then. Yeah. You had the smallest of the three bedrooms. And I remember thinking like, oh, we're gonna kill each other. Like <laughs> that, that is, like this is how we break, this is how we get together and this is how we break up. But I loved living with the guys. And Travis and John were really awesome to me. Um, they welcomed me, no questions asked. We're fine with me living there. It was just like really fun. Like it was a really fun way to spend my 20s. Yeah, like as soon as you moved out there, I kind of had in the back of my mind that like this is the person that I'm going to marry. And it was just a matter of, I, I, felt, I felt like I needed to, you know, we needed to get to a place where there was a little more stability in order to sort of really see a, a, a serious future together and like starting to grow up together. Um, so, you know, I think that was, that was a little bit of time, but uh, it was definitely always sort of in my mind. And once we moved in together and started, you know, building a life together, it felt like that's when I think plans started happening. Yeah, I mean, I think I told my sister like pretty early on when we were dating that like I was going to marry Kevin. And I, similar to how Kevin said like, it, we just had to get our adult lives in order a little bit first. Um, but I think that was the first year that Kevin really had a big break in his career. He, uh, you ended up getting accepted into the writer's program at Fox and they offered him, you know, a, a livable salary, a great livable salary compared to like what we were making. And, and, and so we started right. looking for places to live. We knew what neighborhood we wanted to move into. We ended up finding the house we still currently live in. And we, I don't know, I felt so lucky because I thought we were going to be moving into an apartment. And it turned out we got to move into this really awesome house up in the hills in East LA. And we, we've loved it here. And, but yeah, I think it was pretty soon after we moved in here. We moved into our current house in October of 2013. And then you proposed in December of 2013. So it was pretty soon after. I remember we were at a concert at the Wiltern and you asked me during like intermission or something, what kind of ring I would like. And I was like, oh. And, and I knew in the back of my mind we were probably going to get engaged soon, but I, I, that still had felt kind of like a far off concept. And I was like, I don't think I'm a diamond girl. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love diamonds. We all love diamonds. But it was like, my mom wears an emerald as her wedding ring and I was like, I think that I want like a gemstone. And at the time, you know, gemstones I think were trending a little bit um, in terms of like the rose gold and then the quartzes and things like that. And I was like, I think I want a sapphire. Yeah, and that's just kind of all I told him about the ring that I wanted. I was like, I know that I, I want a sapphire as my stone and then a couple of months later, right before we were about to fly back to Oklahoma for the holidays, he took me on a hike up in LA and proposed.
was a big surprise to me. I honestly thought he was going to propose when we were back in Oklahoma with all of our friends. I'm really glad he proposed the way he did though. Um, I think a lot of facets of our life are pretty private and I'm glad that that moment was just between us and not um, between a big group of people. So yes, I was very surprised. I had, I did not expect that. Um, I remember I'd been running around like town all day long. I did go get a manicure and a pedicure, ironically enough, just because it was right before the holidays. And Kevin called me when I was on my way home and he was like, Hey, do you want to go for a hike? And I was like, Oh, I just got my nails done. Really? I was like, I just want to relax. Let's like order dinner. And he was like, come on. It's so beautiful out. And it was, it was a really beautiful day in December. It was so, it was so sunny and so warm and so gorgeous. And I was like, okay. And so he convinced me to go on this. He was like, it'll just be a little hike. We'll just hike up to the Cedar forest, um, in Griffith park, which is the largest park in Los Angeles and right North of our neighborhood. And so, yeah, we went up there and did some calisthenics and stretching, or at least pretending to. And then he, I turned around and he was on one knee. Uh, yeah, this, the, the forest up at Griffith Park is cool because it's not really a naturally occurring pine forest. I mean, it's not—it's a real forest, but it's like very artificially contrived, so it feels like kind of a movie kind of set almost because you're kind of just stepping into this like cool little spot. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of figured there wouldn't be anyone around. Uh, to, to there were I think there were a few people nearby, so I tried not to get their attention. I tried to do it like kind of quietly, and then and then we hiked back down. Um, we we took the easy way down instead of doing an, uh, a harder hike because oh yeah, we took the road back down. That's right. Yeah, yeah, um, which was the right call. But I was either it was hard to decide where to do it because. I kind of, I mean, I, I thought it'd be funny to do it somewhere stupid uh, or annoying. Um, like I, LAX. I got, yeah, I got talked out of that. I thought it'd be funny to do it at like, yeah, at LAX. Because so much of our relationship was like me flying out to Oklahoma or you coming back, uh, you know, before you moved there. And then all, just us kind of going back and forth to Oklahoma multiple times a year. My sister has very much clearly said she will never travel with us ever again because you are terrible with crowds and I am terrible in claustrophobic environments like a plane. And she was like, it was a nightmare flying like at Thanksgiving and Christmas with yeah, I thought it both could of be you. <laughs> potentially a stressful situation traveling at the holidays through LAX to maybe not the right romantic mood that I was trying to strike. So I think I made the right choice. I loved it. I loved where we got engaged. And like I said, and this was sort of like also at a time where it was like starting to become really popular that like people would have like a surprise photographer present for their engagements and things like that. And we don't have any, like, aside from like the photographs that you and I took of ourselves that day, like, to document it and I, I just like sort of love it that it exists only in my memory and not like on film. Um, and I love that it was in a spot that like we hike frequently. So every time we have friends here and we take them hiking in Griffith Park, we typically take them up that trail and we can kind of tell that story of like, this is where we got engaged. And it smells like you said, because it is like a, this artificially contrived forest, 
it smells very strongly of like cedar because of the trees and the mulch and everything. And so every time I smell cedar, it kind of, they say like scent is the strongest um, sense and tied to like the strongest sense to memory. And so every time I smell hey, cedar, oh, <laughs> that's our dog, baby girl. It's okay. But every time I smell cedar, I very much am taken back to the time when we got engaged, which I think is like a really lovely memory. We knew we wanted to get married in Oklahoma. Um, I think a lot of people were pushing for us to get married in California because they wanted to come out here. But, uh, you know, being born and raised in Oklahoma and then with all of Kevin's family mostly living, at least his immediate family mostly living there, it seemed to make the most sense for us to get married in Oklahoma, especially because all of our friends were there. And although LA clearly feels like home now, um, Oklahoma always will like have a very special place in my heart. So we had decided we were gonna get married there. And I really was in love with the idea of having a Christmas time wedding. And so everyone, like no questions asked, flew in the day after Christmas for our rehearsal dinner you know, and stayed for just, you know, three quick days in Oklahoma, also that they could be at our wedding, which, I mean, I love your family immensely, but like, they just have done everything over the years to make me feel. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I think it's the pregnancy hormones. <laughs> just really loved and included. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was the most fun part about it is that like all of our families were having such an incredible time and it's like an extension of, you know, our love and excitement and to see everyone just like, you know, having such a great time and losing their minds and, uh, and you know, being so forthcoming and, you know, outpouring all this love and excitement for us. It was, it was awesome and definitely, not, you know, it felt like a unique experience um, that uh, it will be hard to ever replicate, but. Yeah, because most of our other siblings have been married in like the summer or early fall. And uh, your sister Katie was so great about like reassuring me being like, nobody cares about that. Everybody is so excited that we get to do something different. Like nobody gets to spend the holidays together like this, like our big extended family. <clears throat> nobody gets to see each other over Christmas. And this is just like a different, different year where everybody got to be there for the holidays. So. Yeah. And it had such like a, I mean, we, we didn't know that it was going to, to snow. Like I, I think it was like completely unexpected yeah. to us. Um, but it really made it like feel like this sort of special holiday thing. Like when, cause we woke up on the day of our wedding and it was just a light dusting of snow, um, on everything. Um, but for the pictures, like right before the wedding, there was just like a little bit of snow on everything. And, uh, the, 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 the those pictures are, uh, really, really cool. Um, and again, like looks like a kind of almost like a movie set or something like because it was just perfectly like the right amount of snow and, and the, the streets were clear and um, it was just like a really really beautiful day it wasn't even you know it was just cold enough for there to be snow but uh, 
it wasn't that bad. So. Yeah, it was it was awesome because it was two days after Christmas and I don't yeah, I don't think snow was really in the forecast at all because it had been a rather like warm December. And I remember waking up and it was like, it, you know, dumping big flakes. I remember waking up and looking outside and I think your mom texted me and was like, I think you guys might be pray for rain or pray for snow winters. There's a lot of snow snowing on the ground. And I, both of us hadn't even considered that. And we were like, oh my gosh, because of course, like you know, Kevin had bought my engagement ring at BC Clark. So, you know, that was sort of like a little added buzz, but we, you know, with everything else going on in the day, that kind of just floats in the back of your mind, but you don't really keep that at the forefront. But yeah, and then it, it cleared up and was like sunny by time our wedding mass right. at like 1 p.m. So it was like this really beautiful dusting of snow over everything, but like the sun was shining. It was just this really like sort of uniquely magical day in, for winter in Oklahoma, which can kind of be, you know, dark and drab, but I think it was, I, I loved our wedding day. It was absolutely perfect. We got married um, in downtown Oklahoma City at the cathedral there. That is like catty corner to the Murrow bombing memorial. And I think that was also really neat for our, some of our extended family who had never been able to visit Oklahoma before they got to come in and a lot of them took advantage of it and went to the memorial. And I think it really like made a big impact on them of like how just beautiful and special of a place Oklahoma really is. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, but we got married at that cathedral. Um, and then we had our reception um, at the Oklahoma Heritage Museum in the Continental Bank building down in uh, Midtown. And I kind of knew I always wanted to have our reception there because I loved like the big stately steps that lead up to the building. And it has a very like old Hollywood feel to it on the inside. There's like a lot of gilded gold decor and things like that and that like always really spoke to my aesthetics and I I kind of went with like an old Hollywood theme namely I mean given Kevin's career where we live and like I said I like things a little glitzy and a little gold so but yeah it was a really beautiful day it was a really fun day I loved our wedding yeah me too it's hard to like talk about you coming down the aisle without just evolving into cliches so I uh, you know it was you looked amazing and um, the dress was like so beautiful and it all kind of like hit me in that in that moment that it was it was real and I just got so sort of happy and excited and all of the sort of like running around and, and craziness like leading up to it just sort of like disappeared I think like in that moment when we were like together and doing it and then it just like we rode that wave of just you know sort of bliss and excitement like for the rest of the day so I remember like the, the morning of the wedding and like all the running around beforehand was felt like a little stressful and um, you know definitely helped by the news that we thought we had technically won the the pray for snow thing so that was that was exciting but you know it's just it's a hard it's hard to 
you know, get everything perfect and get everything right. And I, I, you know, I knew that you were feeling under the weather. And so I was worried about that. But I think once we were together and, and doing it, we were just like, we had such an amazing time um, the rest of the day. Yeah, I think that there was like an immense sense of like peace that I felt when I was walking down the aisle. Like it was just like, okay, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be at this exact moment. Like you said, it felt like all of the running around from the morning, it just felt like it felt right. Yeah. What I think, you know, a lot of times is a very stressful but joyful moment. And it just felt good to laugh with you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, our first couple of years of marriage, like you said, was trying us trying to just figure out like how to keep living and surviving in Los Angeles. I think it's made us definitely like stronger as a couple because we're still thriving. Um Definitely like a lot of emotions, you know, I definitely thought we would be out of the pandemic when we were having our child, given when we got pregnant and everything, I thought we were looking down, you know, the barrel at like the end of this thing. And it turns out we're actually like right back up in like a surge of it. So I, I think it's in my mind, you know, I would always deliver um, in a hospital where like, my parents and my in-laws were gonna be there and like everybody's gonna be waiting in the waiting room for us and gonna be able to come in and meet the baby. But because of the pandemic and COVID and hospital restrictions, it can only be Kevin and I there at the delivery and then even in the recovery room for the next couple of days, we can't have any visitors. So it really is just going to be us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's like kind of wild to me, but also, feels exactly right because it's always just been kind of us at these milestones because of where we live. So, yeah, definitely our big, like one of the biggest life change I imagine looking down on it, but very excited. I'm 34 weeks as of yesterday. So we are on the home stretch. Um, and yeah, I think the next few weeks are just kind of dedicated to getting as much as what we can in order right. for the baby. I don't know how it's going to change the mirror. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to say how it's going to change things. I feel like I kind of know what kind of mom you're going to be just because I, I, I know that you're sort of a caretaker at heart and it's like what, you know, you're, you're kind of like born to do. So I don't think it's going to change you, uh, you're per I think it's just gonna like, that's all gonna like really come through and you're gonna be so dedicated to it, which is really uh, exciting. And as, and for me, all I really have to go on is my relationship with my dog. And, uh, you know, I sing her lots of songs and do weird voices to her. So I think that those skills will translate pretty well. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm excited. I, I feel like I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of dad I'm going to be. I fun. I think you're going to be a very fun dad. I think you're going to be a very loving dad. I this is something I do want to talk about because I I have one sister and my parents are still married after 45 years. Um and so my dad has known nothing but girls his entire life. Um my mom and then 
two daughters and now he has two girl dogs in their in their retirement twilight years um and so we we tease my dad about being a girl dad and that it's just a really like special relationship um that daughters have with their dads and so whenever we were gonna find out what we were having um it was at a time during the pandemic where Kevin unfortunately couldn't be in the doctor's office with me. So it was like, I was at the appointment by myself, but Kevin was on FaceTime with me. And whenever my doctor told me that we were having a girl, I quite literally screamed and yelped. Um, and she was like, my doctor like started giggling. Cause she was like, I love when people have that reaction <laughs> to what they're having. And I was like, I'm just so excited because I've always seen Kevin as being a girl dad. And I think that he's like very tender and gentle, especially like he said, he sings little songs and lullabies to our dog. Um, he's also really great with his nieces and his nephews too. And so I think the type of dad you're gonna be is one, awesome. But two, I think, yeah, I think you'll bring like a nice like levity to like the parenting game. Whereas I think that I'm, you know, a little bit more worried, a little bit more serious. like. I think you'll be the lightness that I need to be reminded of that like being parent, being a parent is like an actually like fun, enjoyable thing. So yeah, I'm so excited for us to be parents. I think more than anything, uh, you know, there were years, there were some years that I was like, I don't know if I want to be a mom. And then there were other years where I was like, oh, I want nothing more than to be a mom. Um, but I think like what really solidified it beyond like having kids with you is like, I think the world would be missing out if you weren't a dad. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Oh boy. <laughs> a lot of bad influences in Los Angeles. Yeah, our kid could be a TikTok star at like two. Yeah, we don't know. That's right. Gotta watch out for that. True nightmare. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really exciting watching us be parents. I'm also a very emotional person and I feel like in all things that like I do, I feel like you ground me. So I feel like I, I know that I will get through the emotional lows of being a parent, of being a new mom, because I have you. As Oklahoma's oldest jeweler, we at BC Clark feel so fortunate to be part of the people's love stories from the beginning and sharing in many significant milestones along their journey together. We hope you join us for our next episode coming soon. Get future U2 stories by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and more. To learn more about BC Clark and how we can help you on your journey from U to 2, visit bcclark.com or drop by one of our three Oklahoma City locations, Downtown, Class and & Curve, and North Park. Thank you for listening.